Hey there, welcome to Beyond the Bikini podcast, where you can enhance your body and your mind. My name is Nicole Ferrier, exercise science grad, certified personal trainer, bikini competitor, and coach. On this podcast, you will learn more about my experience in the fitness industry, competing in bikini competitions, mental health, and how to gain more success in your own life in your fitness journey. So sit back, relax, or power through this cardio session and enjoy. Welcome back, guys, to another episode of Beyond the Bikini Radio. And in today's episode, it is going to be a solo episode with just myself and my cup of coffee. Uh, Yes, it is 3.37 p.m. here, and I am craving another cup of coffee. Am I the only person that drinks midday coffee? Um, We are talking about peak week and getting closer to my show because we are officially nine days out from my first competition. I know that I've been documenting my competition prep on a variety of different social media on TikTok, Instagram, and even YouTube. So it's been a journey to get to conditioning and get to um, a look that I felt confident to like bring back to the stage. And you know, I haven't competed since 2019. I have talked about it, like how hard 2019 prep was in several episodes, but 2019 tested me a lot and it made me even question like why I'm competing just because of how hard I had to push my body. Um, we're talking cardio protocols that I wouldn't even do for my clients, um, you know, macros that were just ultra low and my body just was super stubborn and not responding and I couldn't understand why. And reality was, is I just needed more time off. Um, you know, the longest off season I ever took before was eight months. And, you know, when you take into account those first three months coming out of a show where you're just kind of reversing to a baseline level, um, and then just dieting shortly after that five months after you kind of feel a little bit better. It's just simply not enough time. So with taking over a year and a half off, my goal with this prep was to, um, well, I should say my off season. My goal of my off season was to build more muscle. I wanted more muscle everywhere, to be honest. <laughs> um, the more muscle, the better. Like I'm someone who is just trying to get bigger And um, I do feel like I put on some quality tissue for sure. And going into this first show, it's a regional show, which means I can't turn pro at this show. Um, Technically, anyone can enter it, but it's just here in Orlando. And I figured, you know, let's just step on stage. We've been dieting since January 10th. I've been tracking every single macro. I've been hitting all my cardio sessions, hitting all my training sessions, haven't fallen off plan once. And to be honest, these last two weeks um, were really challenging for me. And I feel like I was kind of losing my vision and losing my drive a little bit. And part of that is because of hormones. Um, I had some hormonal fluctuations going on due to my cycle, which I still have my period during this prep, which I'll be honest, is the first time ever since I started competing in 2015 that I've held on to a period the whole time. Um, But with me having my period, the PMS was real. We're talking very emotional, mood swings, water retention, bloating, digestion issues, uh, super high appetite and cravings. And 
Uh, not to say that it derailed me off my plan. I still stuck with it, but I literally felt like a walking zombie. Like I did not feel good. And it was to the point where I thought I was getting sick. Like I thought I must be coming down with something because my period was about, I think it was like six or seven days late, which to all my ladies out there, I do track my period with the flow app. And I highly recommend utilizing a period tracking app just so you can you know, keep tabs of your cycle because I think it's easy to let life get in the way and then like we forget when our last period was and then we look back and we're like, oh, like I'm a few days late. So I used the Flow app and I was like, okay, I'm a few days late. My period could potentially be here. And um, literally overnight, I lost like four pounds. (laughs) I woke up like five times during that first day of my cycle just having to go pee And then I woke up and I was like, oh, my body literally transformed overnight. And I'm just really proud of myself for not like wanting to quit or wanting to give up. Like, don't get me wrong. Those thoughts kind of crossed my mind. But I had just had a gut feeling that, you know, this is just a test. And as long as I can push through this test, like I'm going to see the change. And here we are. We are, you know, just about approaching peak week. I will say my look this year is definitely a lot more muscular. My goal going into some national competitions is to get leaner. Um, Usually regional level, if you're too lean, sometimes you can get docked points. I feel like the judges don't necessarily love that super peeled look that you see on a national level stage, which is incredibly frustrating, but you're really just walking a fine line with competing in general and specifically the bikini division because it's super subjective. I mean, it's like one day they want vanilla ice cream, the next day they want strawberry, the next day they want a rocky road. Like, you know, it just changes all the time and it's super subjective, but I feel like I did definitely bring improvements and compared to 2019, like I already feel like I beat that version of myself, which feels really good. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about preparing for peak week and preparing for travel um, with my competition. If you're not a competitor, this episode could still be helpful for you with like just hacks on how I stay on track with like some food and preparing for that. Um, And yeah, we'll just take it from there. So I have everything booked. I have my tanning booked. I have my um, hotel booked. I already registered for the show. I registered with my NPC card. These are all things that you need um, going into your competition. I mean, some competitions you can buy your NPC card there, but I do recommend like not registering for a show like three months out. Um, why? I mean, just wait and wait until you're ready. And then I would register because registration fees are always non-refundable. So if you register for a show and you're not ready, like you just kind of screwed yourself over. So I would recommend just waiting, um, last minute to register. I just got my NPC card. You have to do that every single year and then just booking your tanning, um, hair and makeup if you're doing that. But I'm personally just going to be doing my own hair and makeup. Um, I'm pretty confident with doing that. I may even record it for YouTube or Instagram, like do an Instagram live, but we'll see how I'm feeling on Saturday. If I want to experiment and play with makeup or not, um, we'll just take it day by day there. But as for, um, food, I'll be honest, I didn't get my peak week plans yet because we're also nine days out. Um, I am working with a coach. I, I always, 
work of a coach, I think it's super important to get a objective opinion of yourself. And it's just, I think everybody needs a cheerleader, to be honest. I mean, I do online coaching, but even like having a coach in my corner, like I kind of know what to do, but I can get really hard on myself. So he just kind of keeps me level headed. Um, but with prep, I'm, and like going into peak week, I'm really keeping my foods basic. Um, we're going to try to avoid anything that can cause some bloating. So that would be like carbonated drinks, um, chewing gum, uh, anything food wise specifically that causes gut issues. So like, for example, I eat these like egg wrap things and sometimes they cause like gas and bloating. So you'll want to cut things out like that. And honestly, just stick with foods that you know work well for you. And that's going to look different for everyone. Um, and I even recommend cutting down on eating too much fiber or too much vegetables. Probably the only vegetables I'll have going into um, show day would be zucchini because that's all I've really been eating is zucchini. It's funny because like 2019, I was obsessed with green beans. Uh, 2018, I was obsessed with peppers. And now this year, I'm obsessed with zucchini. It's like my vegetable cravings always change. Um, but I will be sticking with that. One thing I always bring a peak week and like with me is a bunch of cooking utensils. So I'm bringing some paper plates uh, disposable forks, um, and like utensils for anyone who is very environmentally friendly. I apologize if that's something that you're very against, bring your own forks and spoons and you can clean it in the sink in your hotel room. Um, but I just use the disposable ones because usually I'm like rushing and, um, it gets dirty and yeah, so I'm not the cleanest person. Um, and then I bring my food staples right now. That's kind of looking like rice cakes, deli, turkey, uh, zucchini. Like I said, I may switch out my oatmeal for cream of wheat just because of the fiber content, um, peanut butter. So I'll have like a fat source and that's really about it. I might do some vegan protein powder from Bomar nutrition, which side note, the cookies and cream vegan protein powder from Bomar is incredible. I am obsessed with it. Uh, it. It reminds me of an Oreo. It's like perfection. And for anyone who needs a dairy-free option, I would highly recommend uh, checking out that vegan protein because it's delicious. Um, that and the blueberry donut, but I'll probably bring some uh, vegan protein powder with me. And let's talk about post-show treats. What am I going to do post-show? Am I going to you know, bring all these treats with me? And the answer is no. Um, one, I don't really have these crazy cravings for food. I am really not food focused at all. Um, I would love to go out on a date night with my fiance. So we'll probably plan on getting some sushi after. And I did order some protein cookie dough from, I think it's called Twisted Cookie Dough. I usually opt for a healthier option. So maybe something that I've wanted to try food-wise, but haven't really wanted to incorporate it in prep because maybe the macros don't seem the most accurate. Usually these are more supplementy type of things. Like I've tried the Eat Me Guilt-Free Brownies. Um, I might even treat myself to something like that, like something that is a healthier option, but isn't as high calorie as, I mean, you see these girls bring like donuts and five pound cookies and brownies. And to be honest, like I don't eat that stuff in my off season. So why would I 
eat that right after a competition when my taste buds are super sensitive, your body's super sensitive, your psychological state is super sensitive. Like you just put every bit of like every hour of every day is basically focused around this goal. So like going from that to complete 180 to me just doesn't make sense. So we're not doing that. Um, I will just be content with getting some sushi. Odds are my stomach gets pretty upset during show day. I'm someone where if I get really nervous, my um, digestion gets kind of wacky and I actually don't get hungry. Same thing when I'm stressed. Everyone's different. Some people stressy. I I don't get hungry when I get stressed. I like have to like remind myself to eat when I get really stressed out or overwhelmed. So not to say that I'm super stressed out about show day, but I just think my adrenaline kicks in. So then I don't get hungry, but no, I'm not bringing a ton of treats post-show. I may bring um, a little baggie of kettle corn because that's something that I haven't had in a while and I enjoy. And um, that's probably it. I will probably have Saturday evening, maybe a little bit of Sunday off of like super precise tracking and then right back on track because the goal is to keep on competing from here. Other things that I'm bringing with me backstage or let's go into my suitcase. So like what I'm bringing in my suitcase is a backup competition suit. So that's just in case like a connector broke on my suit or forever, some reason they don't like the back of one of my suits or maybe the color, like I feel like one of my suit colors is going to fit better with the atmosphere at that show. I'll just bring a different color. So like this year... My go-to suit is going to be a sapphire blue and purple suit, but I'm probably going to bring a backup suit of my red angel competition bikini suit and a black suit. So either one of those I'd be happy with. Um, I'm just going to bring that in case I want a backup suit. Um, I'm bringing my jewelry. I'm bringing um, several different dark clothes. So just so like my tan doesn't get everywhere. I get the satin pajamas from Amazon. I'm doing long sleeve satin pajamas, um, pants and top. Uh, They're only like $23. I recommend that for anyone competing. And then I also have my like satin robe from Angel Competition Bikinis. And then I also just bring a lot of just like dark sweatpants, dark hoodies, um, sports bras, like workout clothes in case I need to work out while I'm there. Um, this show in particular, bringing like an extra swimsuit just in case. And then all of like my show day makeup, uh, jewelry, anything to style my hair for the day. And then even just like backup medication. So like things for digestion, things for headaches, things for, um, bloating, like smooth move tea or anything like that. Like make sure you bring that with you just in case. Um, I've also ordered some like dark sheets for the hotel because I do have to stay in a hotel for the show. And I bought a like portable, like soft cooler and then a hot logic plate. We're going to take a sip of coffee real quick. So the reason why I got a, it's called a hot logic is I swear you will request a microwave with a hotel and they'll say that they provide it for you and then they don't, taking another sip, which really bothers me because 
I don't really think a lot of people like to eat cold food, but that's also why I do the deli turkey because that's something I can eat cold and not like it doesn't feel gross to me. I'm very particular with my meats coming from someone who used to be a vegetarian. I was a vegetarian for six years. So like still eating like cold chicken or cold beef, I can't do it. I will literally gag. Like I would just rather not eat. So I do the, um, the deli turkey, the rice cakes, that's usually my go-to, but I am bringing a hot logic plate. You can find this on Amazon. Take out a sticky note, take some notes, ladies and gentlemen. Um, hot logic plate, it's like $40. I got it to heat up food, but you can also cook food. So if I want to cook my cream of wheat or my oatmeal and they don't have a microwave, I know that I have that there for me. The reason why I bring a cooler, same thing hotel refrigerators there's something weird with them i don't think they ever like cool your food enough and there's usually not a lot of space in them so i'm bringing my own cooler i bring my own ice packs and i just like walk in the hallway get my big container of ice throw it in my cooler and we're all good there um, I think that that's really important to bring those two things so that way you can bring some fresh food with you and you can also heat it up for yourself. And let's say you're a lifestyle person. I mean, you can save money doing that versus like eating out every single meal. Like cook your breakfast in your hotel room, cook some oatmeal, bring some protein powder, you'll be good to go. So that would be my recommendation for you guys. Other things leading into peak week and like what I expect to be doing with my training is we'll probably be tapering off my cardio. Um, cardio did have to get pretty high getting closer to the show. And the thing is with high cardio is it's very inflammatory. So that means your legs can hold on to a lot of water, which means you lose definition, which is the whole point of bodybuilding um, and what they're judging you on. So if you lose that definition, you know, that's just going to hurt your scoring. So we need to uh, give my legs a break. Um, I'll probably be doing some more Epsom salt baths uh, leading up to competition day. The other thing that I expect to be changing is my carbohydrate intake. I would imagine that we're going to walk carbohydrates up. Um, what you want to do before you compete is deplete the body. And the way you deplete a body is doing low carbohydrates, higher cardio, and you deplete your glycogen. Um, a good analogy is like thinking of a sponge, and I use this a lot with my clients, but think of a sponge, and when that sponge is really dry, like there's no water in it, it's usually really small, right? So when you fill that sponge with water again, it expands and it gets really big. It's kind of like your muscle. So when you're doing like really high cardio, really low carb, you are a dehydrated sponge. Like you're there, but you don't, you're small. Okay. So when we start adding in those carbohydrates and then we even add in the water and we even add in salt, your sponge gets nice and filled up again and you almost look more 3D and your muscle is like popping and more impressive. So that's probably the approach that we're going to go. Again, I have never done a peak with this coach. Um, I work with Adam Atkinson and maybe we can even do like future episodes together talking about peak week and peak week strategies if that's something you guys would like to hear more about. But um, with my clients and when they compete, usually I do high, higher carbohydrates and then taper off 
and then uh, slowly build their carbohydrates back up. And you're taking it day by day. I mean, every single day I need to take progress pictures because you're at a place where your physique is constantly changing. So you may wake up one day and look like super flat, which means your sponge is dehydrated and you need to fill out your sponge again. Or you might look super full, so your sponge is you know, full of carbohydrates, you know, you got to take it day by day and assess the body and make changes from there. And that's why peak week is so important. But I also want to point out that this last week is not magical. I mean, all the hard work is done. All the body fat that I'm basically going to lose for the show is basically gone. Um, If the scale does drop down a little bit this upcoming week, I would imagine it's just water weight and inflammation. Um, When it comes to getting more support towards your fitness goals, a lot of people look into supplementation. And when I get questions about supplements, I have to say that I fully support Bomar Nutrition. Not only does Bomar Nutrition have a bunch of unique products and are constantly coming out with new products, they actually pay for further testing. If you guys didn't know this, the FDA doesn't actually monitor supplementation. However, Bomar Nutrition makes sure that you guys are getting 100% quality and also 100% taste. If you guys follow me here on Instagram, you would know that I am obsessed with their vegan protein line alongside with their protein bars, Bomar butters, and their nootropic. I actually completely stopped drinking coffee because their nootropic gives me that extra kick in the butt and helps wake me up and start my day in a focused manner. So if you guys are wanting to shop through Bomar, make sure you check out the link down below and use my code Nicole as a referral at checkout. I swear the only time I record podcasts is when people want to call me. Um, But yeah, basically what I was saying is just like peak week, not magic. If you have a coach that's like, oh, everything is going to change and your body's going to randomly be in conditioning. um, No, like the whole point of the prep is to get you ready for the stage. And ideally, you should be ready two, three, even four weeks out for a competition, Um, especially like a bigger show. It's like a national competition. The goal is to get ready early in an ideal world. Now, is that the case for everyone? No. I mean, there's going to be cases where every single day counts and you're just dieting up until the show. And that's not to say that you are doing anything bad or, you know, even your coach. I mean, everyone's body responds differently, but you know, the goal should be to get ready early. And that's why even going into this prep, I'm like, okay, we'll start in January and we should definitely be ready in June. Well, plot twist, it's June. Um, it was beginning of June when I wanted to compete and I just wasn't ready. So like I thought, okay, maybe two weeks later, still wasn't ready. Two weeks later, so wasn't ready. But uh, now, now I feel like we're at a place where I I feel comfortable stepping on stage, and I'm gonna go in without expectations. Um, I'm hoping that with a new posing routine, a new suit, a new look, that the judges like it. The judges seem to have liked my look in 2019, but again, it's really subjective and it can always change. So I'm just going to go in with an open mind, an open heart, and just have fun and enjoy myself. Like this is the first prep that I feel like I'm really healthy. Like I feel like my, my mindset is really fresh. I'm not thinking about food. I'm not thinking about, oh my gosh, I can't wait till this is over. I 
got to, you know, have my fiance by my side and support me. My, my best friend, Sarah, shout out to her. I have a lot of people in my corner who are here to support me and give me like words of encouragement or know exactly what I'm going through. And I just feel like I am really set up for success and it takes a village. It takes a village to get you to the stage. And there's plenty of people who think that they can prep themselves on their own or that, you know, they only need support of their coach. And honestly, you're going to have to lean on the people around you, like lean on your friends, lean on your loved ones. Like they, they need to be there to help you out and just, you know, even listen sometimes. And, you know, this isn't to say you should complain every single day of your life with competing, because if you're doing that, then maybe this isn't the sport for you, but you're going to have hard days and you want to be able to have people there who can listen and help uplift you. And, you know, I think everybody has a hard day every now and then. And I am thankful for, you know, everyone who's been there to support me and guys, I mean, it's just a few days away. It's crazy to think that it's almost here. And, um, like I said, I will be documenting more on my YouTube channel and Instagram. So if you guys are wanting to put a voice to the face, make sure you check out my Instagram down below in the description for anything related to Bomar Nutrition. I know I mentioned their vegan cookies and cream protein, but they also have a variety of awesome supplements. I would recommend checking them out um, in the description box down below. I do have a referral code, which is Nicole, and it does give me a small commission. So I do greatly appreciate you guys if you use that. Um, unfortunately, that code doesn't give you a discount, but if you hear more about Bomar through me, or if you have questions, you can always shoot me a DM on Instagram and I can help you out when it comes to, you know, picking out the right products for you. Um, but guys, thank you for listening today and wish me luck.